It took me two hours and three minutes to drive 16 miles today. Guess what city I'm at? Life at Peak Podcast, episode number two. Set yourself for a winning day. Hello friends, Lavanya Nalam Shetty here. I'm a career coach and I'm on a mission to help you excel in your career and help you achieve a stellar work lifestyle. I'm here to help you win and help you live your life at peak. Now let's start our feature segment. episode, we covered one, two, three, three strategies which will prepare you for a controlled workday before stepping into the office. And those three strategies were one, create your avatar for the day. Two, plan and schedule your work for the day. Three, use your work commute time effectively. Now, before we talk about more strategies, you know what time it is. It's story time. We're going to listen to a lot of stories in all our upcoming podcasts. At the end of the day, we are all kids at heart and we love stories, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, before I share the story, I have a small disclaimer to make. You must be thinking, what the heck is this disclaimer? Hold on. The disclaimer is, the story and the characters are fictional, but situations are as real as it can get. These are either my own experiences or experiences I heard from others. I'm sure you can relate to it. So that's the disclaimer. So now, are you ready for the story? Are you ready? Here is the story. Amy Wharton works in an office from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., five days a week, just like you and I. She heard my episode one of Life at Peak podcast, which shares the strategies to prepare you for a controlled workday before stepping into the office. Next day, she woke up early, planned her day in advance, had good breakfast, and used her time perfectly and wisely and reached the office. She's very hopeful that her day is going to be fantastic. She walks into her office and guess what? She gracefully spills her coffee all over her desk. Poor Amy. I'm so sorry, Amy. Now you have to clean up the entire mess. But you know what? This coffee spilling business, I do that all the time. I don't know how it happens. When I come close to my desk, I spill coffee. Like last year, probably I spilled it like five to six times. No joke. Maybe I should carry a lid on top of my coffee mug. Oh, brilliant idea. Maybe I should do it. I'll do it. Anyways, coming to Amy's business after the coffee spill, Amy's hope for a fantastic day just dropped by 10% because now she has to clean the coffee spill before she can even do anything. But it's okay. She still have 90% chance of a fantastic day, right? Well, well. As she's settling in, she realizes there is an important task that needs to be completed within an hour. As she starts to focus on that task, the phone started ringing, emails started popping up, manager stops by to give her some urgent work to be finished immediately. Amy started to feel exhausted, but she can't take breaks because she's too busy. She's trying her best to accommodate everyone and everything that's coming in her way. And because of that, none of the tasks she originally planned got completed and she ended up having an unproductive and less rewarding day. Oh, poor Amy. I'm so sorry, Amy. But most of us lead Amy's day, if not every day, at least once in a while, isn't it? 
For some, unfortunately, this is their story most of the days. Imagine how frustrating that could be. You planned and hoped for an amazing day just to see your day end like this. Sure, there are distractions all over the world every day in our day-to-day life. But if you believe that they are bound to disrupt your day, think again. Think one more time because I have good news for you. I'll show you how to make your day a productive one even on the face of distractions. This leads us to the current episode where I'll share five strategies that you can follow at work to have a productive and a winning day. So let's start our shindig with strategy number one, which is create clutter-free environments. This is actually overlooked by most of the people. Clutter around you creates distractions and eventually creates stress. How many times you heard from your parents to clean up after yourself when you were kids? Pretty much all of us, isn't it? But there is a reason for their madness, guys. Here is what that is. There are many scientific studies done over the years which shows that creating a clutter-free environment improve our focus in performing the task. It's a known fact that people who maintain clean offices are comparatively more productive than people who don't. Seriously, that's the fact. So here is something for you to do. When you go to your office today, or even in your home office if you telework, look around. Look around and ask yourself, do I like the way my office looks? Is it inspiring or draining? Untidy work environments have negative psychological effect on your mind. So clean up the desk, arrange all the papers, trash the clutter, and start your day. I bet you will see the difference. You will certainly find yourself in a better attitude and will have a productive day. Now let me share with you what I do. I always clean my desk at the end of the day in preparation for an effective tomorrow. Even during the day, whenever I feel distracted or lose my focus, I pause check my surroundings. If the papers are all over, I immediately arrange them, clean my desk, take a quick break and start over. Those are my papers. I'm just fixing them. Just kidding. I always keep my desk clean. Cleaning your desk and the surroundings is not only relaxing, but it's an effective way to refocus. So clean out the clutter in your office to get more done. Now that our surroundings are sparkling clean, Let's move on to the next strategy, strategy number two, which is take control of your email routines. So earlier when I started my career, I used to check my emails the very first thing in the morning. Then I literally used to check them every five to six minutes uh, once I get to my office. Like literally, like, Every five minutes, I would check my emails, though I know there are no new emails. It's almost like addiction, but it's not impossible to change that habit. Now, I don't check my emails like that. I'm not saying you shouldn't face the emails at all, but all I'm trying to propose is that you use the early morning hours to plan your day. You can check your work emails the first thing after you reach your work. The episode one of this podcast series covers how to plan your day before you start your workday. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode one of my podcast, please take some time to listen to it after this podcast. 
there is some good content in episode one to plan your day. So talking about work emails, let's not forget the fine line between normal and not normal. Most of us constantly check emails. It's normal to check emails a few times a day or whenever you get a new email notification. But it's not normal to check impulsively every two minutes throughout the day. Checking your emails too frequently actually diminishes the productivity. So focus first on the important tasks you identified for that day and check your emails only at certain times throughout the day. Allocate no more than 15 minutes every three hours to check, respond, and organize your emails. If it's taking more than 15 minutes to respond to an email, then that email qualifies to be discussed in a phone call or in a meeting. You see, emails are not the only communication tools that we have. So we should use the appropriate communication tool whenever we can. Try to arrange a conference call or a meeting or just walk to that person and talk to them. So it's much clearer, um, less confusion and more effective. Okay, so get into the habit of checking the emails only on certain times of the day like 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. I'm just making this hours, but you can just adjust. All I'm trying to say is don't constantly check your emails. It's just distracting and unproductive. And understand the difference between being busy and being productive. A fixed time routine for checking emails will actually boost your productivity tenfold. So from now onwards, make the shift in the mindset to approach your emails with the right attitude. Check your emails only at certain times during the day. Respond to the ones that requires your response and don't forget to organize and declutter your inbox. Now with emails under control, let's move on to the next strategy, strategy number three, which is pace yourself. See, these days, most of us are constantly juggling with multiple projects with tight deadlines. I have never met anybody who said, oh, we don't have any deadlines. We work on one project and life is so good. Most of us are constantly juggling with like multiple projects and we have so many deadlines that needs to be met. And you may feel that you have no choice but to keep rushing yourself into completing the task to get a maximum things done in a given time. You tell yourself that you're going to slow down once the project finishes and work stops pouring in. But come on now, let's do some reality check. How many times does this really happen? Almost none, right? Guys, work will never stop coming as long as you're working. That's the reason why you are getting paid there. So constantly pushing yourself to complete the task in a minimal time leads you to burnout. Once you feel burnt out, the productivity literally comes to a stop. So let's have a little shift in the way we approach our work and learn to pace ourselves. Pacing yourself gives you power over the task and helps you to get your work done more effectively with less errors. Focus on one task at a time and pace yourself. Keep this as your principle. Instead of saying, I need to finish all the important tasks today, prioritize the important task and pace yourself to finish each task. Work on one task at a time. It's more productive to do single task than to multitask. The lesson here is you cannot keep on going like a machine until you get exhausted and drop. 
Pace yourself. Slow down. Everything will be done when planned and executed properly. Even if you plan on only one task, one task for the day, and that one task gets done properly and on time, guys, it gives you a feeling of great accomplishment. Don't you think so? So always, always, please don't hurry things up. Pace yourself, plan it and execute it. You will do just fine. You have enough time. So before we move on to the next strategy, let's take a quick recap of three strategies we discussed in this episode so far. Strategy one, create a clutter-free environment. Strategy two, take control of your email routines. And strategy three, pace yourself. Now let's move on to the next strategy. The next strategy is something I religiously follow and I always encourage anyone to follow it as well, which is strategy number four, take breaks. You have been working nonstop and you really need a break, but you can't. Why? Because you're too busy. So you push yourself to work more and more and before you know it, it's the end of the day and you are completely exhausted with lots of work still pending. Unfortunately, this is a typical day for many people. No matter how much you try to control your day, you fall in that trap again and again. Don't you agree? Well, I have good news for you again. All you need is self-imposed interruptions. Huh? Self-imposed interruptions? Yep, you heard it right. Self-imposed interruptions. I mean, breaks in between. (laughs) Ha ha ha. I just made it very complicated. But all I'm trying to say is take breaks in between the tasks. So get this. Harvard Business Review published an article which stated that when you work on a task continuously, it's easy to lose focus and gets you lost in the weeds. Taking short breaks encourages you to stay mindful of the activities and actually you can accomplish them more effectively. But honestly, guys, um, when I first started this habit of taking breaks, I actually used to feel very guilty. Not that taking breaks is a bad thing, but most of us have this preconceived notion that working continuously is somehow the right thing to do or else we are just probably wasting time. A lot of my peers and friends actually share the same feeling with me as well. Then that perception changed when I started to see the difference in my increased productivity when I took breaks. So please do not feel guilty for taking breaks. Do take breaks. It rejuvenates your mind. Here's the other thing. When you research online to understand how to take breaks, there are different techniques that you will find like Pomodoro technique, 90-minute work and 20-minute rest block, 52-17 method, and many more. These are good techniques, but here is my suggestion. Just don't make this an added task to follow, but just be mindful about the breaks. When you feel exhausted or stressed, you might need a break. It's that simple. You don't have to follow any technique or use an app for that. Just be mindful. You need a break? Take a break. That's simple. On some days, I need a 10-minute break after each hour of work. But there are days I can effectively go continuously for three hours without feeling exhausted, especially when I'm working on a task that excites me. So be your best judge. Take breaks as needed, but do take breaks. It's a good thing. 
since we are on the topic of taking breaks, let's talk about my favorite time of the day, which is lunch break. A lot of people skip lunch break in order to why? To complete more work. Guys, lunch break is an excellent halfway point of the day to take a break from work. Utilize the time to have good healthy food, practice conscious eating, relax, maybe take a walk around the block if time permits. Please encourage yourself to take lunch breaks. So today, take at least two breaks. I promise you can see a big difference in your productivity and also experience less stress. Now moving on to the last but definitely not the least strategy, strategy number five, which is take time to reflect on your day. What gets measured gets improved. Peter Drucker. The best way to improve is to measure. Please take some time at the end of each day and see how you perform. You can be the best judge for yourself. Hold yourself responsible to rate your day and see how you performed on a given day. You don't have to tell everyone, but you can be your best judge. Check to see how effectively you did on the task, how well your day was. Did you feel stressed out while working on your tasks? If so, what needs to be improved and list them. Did you complete all the tasks with no errors? Bravo! If that's the case, keep it up. If not, list what went wrong. I have created a free template just for you guys to help you reflect on your day. Please log on to www.lifeatpeak.com resources to download your free template. This is a very important step for a better tomorrow. Measure your performance today for a better tomorrow. With this, we now have covered all the five strategies to create a winning day at work. Now that we went through all the five strategies to set yourself for a winning day at work, let's have a quick recap and at the end of it, I have a challenge for you today. The five strategies were, one, create clutter-free environment. Two, take control of your email routines. Three, face yourself. Four, take breaks. Five, take time to reflect on your day. Now, are you guys up for the challenge? Here you go. As a takeout from this podcast, your challenge is starting today and in the coming next one week, try to follow the five strategies we discussed in this episode. If you fail in following the strategies one of these days, No biggie. It's not the end of the world. Pick up where you left off and follow it next day. But do try to implement these strategies as much as you can. I promise you will see a huge difference. Now that we came to the end of the podcast, I really appreciate if you could share your experiences, outcomes, and any comments on this podcast in the comment section under episode 2 at www.lifeatpeak.com. I really would love to hear your experiences and comments because my goal for this podcast is to help you excel in your career and help you achieve your stellar work lifestyle. Alrighty, friends, since we came to the end of this episode, I would be very, very grateful if you could rate my podcast in iTunes and SoundCloud 
and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. This helps more people by making it more visible. So please subscribe and I would be very, very thankful if you could rate my podcast in iTunes and or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening from. So my friends, my amazing friends, always remember this. It's your life, your career. So make it count. Stay inspired, stay motivated, and perform at your peak. See you all next week. Cheers. Cheers.